is Jill Renee Feeler, and my website is jillreneefeeler.com. Welcome to today's gifted webinar. This is one of those times where we have a title going into it. Sometimes I'm surprised um, in a fun way by my higher self energy as we go into the conversation what the topic will be, but this time I knew going into it. And the topic for today is Beyond the Pain into Authentic Enlightenment. And this is a very um, important topic, and I'm very glad that you're here. Whether you yourself feel like you may have a slight or intense pain addiction, or whether you know somebody that does. So let's get started right here. Let's take a couple nice deep breaths, and I encourage you to close your eyes. Okay, relaxing those shoulders just you can even roll one shoulder backward and then the other one and then forward just loosening up our energy field we're uh, I want to say restructuring ourselves into another level of divine energy within us at our core again nice deep breath and we are calling for the purest levels of love and light and purity from the core of ourselves deep deep within our humanity lies a core structure a core grid a conduit of light that is source creator god nice deep breath okay and i'm i'm visualizing and i can see for some of you that that light is actually streaming in from your heart chakra into your the human energy field that you that you operate from here and it's just helping you feel more connected and more confident in the source of light energy that you are okay relaxing the shoulders again great job wiggling fingers wiggling toes remembering to stay in the body this is not an out-of-body experience and i don't recommend them Okay, let's go for it, people. <laughs> let's get right into the, to the special topic today. <sighs> okay, because this one may take a while and we're trying to streamline things and get everything packed into a nice, nice, healthy, happy, and intense 60 minutes here. All right, so beyond the pain into authentic enlightenment. What we witness happening for many individuals is it's like becoming entranced with the pain uh, the pain body and the pain center. There is an, a desire for most within a spiritual community and even consciousness communities to raise your vibration, expand your consciousness, and go within and go deep to layers of yourselves that most of humanity doesn't even know is there, let alone operating from it. Hmm. Okay. So what we see happening is that as some are desiring to go deeper within themselves, they get sort of caught into the pain-based layers. And in the midst of shadow work or inner child uh, delves and curiosities and um, exploration, there are like these trapdoors that feel like something deeper and more meaningful than the surface five human sensory awareness. And it becomes literally like um, like a drug. The challenge is that it's a downward spiraling um, investigation. And once there is that sensation of consciousness of feeling something that's more deep and somehow more real than the surface five human sensory way of experiencing your humanity, it feels like, oh, I've got it. This is it. But that isn't it. That isn't likely what you were initially setting out to experience in the midst of expanding your consciousness. And yet it feels so much more real and so much more um, esoteric and mystical, that it feels like the glory, or at least some stage of glory. <laughs> that was beyond again, the, the numbness and the sleepwalking state of being human and numbing pain and that sort of thing. But the confusion comes in that at the source of you when you go deeper and deeper, there isn't more pain. At the source of you, there is actually the eternal light. Okay, so the pain-based layers. I'm not denying that they're there. That they're there, and we're not. We're not asking you to deny that they're there. We're asking you to consider and explore that there's more 
underneath into the deepest, more authentic layers of you. The pain body layers of you are not connected to your soul self. They're connected to this reality. They're connected to the earthly based way of living and the afterlife uh, structure of reality that's connected to earth. Okay, let me slow down there because that's a that's an important topic and I want to I want to translate that a little more clearly. <sighs> okay, so this is what we call the fourth dimensional realm. It still has a positive and a negative charge to it. It still has the polarity. It still has the winners and losers and the us and them sort of construct to it. But the fourth dimension is beyond um, the five human senses. So it feels like expansion. It feels like a higher vibration. And yet, you know, when it's when it has a lot of pain based energy associated with it, it's very much in the 4D or 3D. Okay. So it's just esoteric enough to feel like it's beyond the 3D, which can feel like major achievement and major um, upgrades in one's life. And yet when it still has you feeling um, in, in, I want to say, a sense of pain, hurt, anger, um, wanting to retaliate or wanting to be um, rebellious just for the sake of having someone else being punished, there is the fourth dimensional construct to it. Now, let me offer by comparison a 5D dimensional structure and beyond. So 5 up to 9, 12, even 26, and 33rd dimensional energy structures. Those are in a state of God's grace. So there isn't that us and them. There isn't that winners and losers construct to it. And that's the extremely important part for you to be aware of. Because that's, you guys, that's what you're looking for. That's what you're, I want to say, shooting for is that sense of inner bliss and inner joy and inner harmony. Okay, let's relax those shoulders again. The addiction to pain is a totally different energy structure and it doesn't want joy. It doesn't want to feel it, it doesn't want to see it, it doesn't want to acknowledge it, and it wants to pretend it doesn't exist. So I ask you, how conscious is that? How expanded is that? It's just another wall. It's just another veil. It's that the fortress is locked up around this, this um, constitution of pain. It's a constitution of agony. And it has the individual so gripped in it that it can't see anything else and it doesn't want to see anything else. At the 5D vibration and higher, you're very open to see anything because you have a, I want to say, a healthy balance between the experience, the other recipient, the other, the other players in this in this scene on Earth, and the soul self and the and the human self. There is almost like a healthy detachment of um, of allowance for individuals free will and individual perception and individual experiences. So because I see someone in pain doesn't mean that I'm in pain. Because I see someone in joy, if I'm not feeling joy doesn't mean I get I get like sucked into their joy, like um, a vortex that I have no free will over that I have no choice over, like a bus that runs you over. Something really interesting is going on with my back. I feel like this constriction, um, yeah, okay, I'm just relaxing my shoulders here. Hmm. Archangel Gabriel is here, and he's just saying, tell them why you wanted to do this, Jill. Because I see far too many comrades getting caught in the jungle of pain and in shadow work and inner child exploration. Um, it's a world of, you know, cutting and self mutilation. And um, it's more honoring of death than it is of honoring life. It's a, it's a topsy turvy value system that is really only available within the pain body that is really only available within the construct of a sense of that jungle of pain jungle of agony and that somehow seeing others be defeated 
is like an accomplishment, that you want to see other people fail, that you even perhaps want to see yourself fail. The sense of self in the midst of an addiction to pain is so gripped by self-defeat and is so under the delusion of failure that that the human in that construct more than likely feels like a failure most of the time. So either it felt like it never measured up or that it, it created, like I said, some sort of a topsy-turvy construct where failure was success and that it was good to be good to fail. It was good to drop out um, of society and then it was um, an accomplishment to willingly drop out of life. But you guys, that's not why you're here. That's not why you were born. Being born didn't mean that you failed. Being born meant that you were strong enough and courageous enough to face any sort of strife or pain or challenge in this reality, not for the sake of pain and misery or even karma, but possibly for the sake of allowing that vibration to be right alongside the light-based vibrations that you would also have access to and possibly even choose. So when I see you and I see your strength and I see potentially you're choosing pain, there's a part of me that says, why? Why would you choose pain? When right alongside it, there's the choice of an essence of thriving and loving your life, not in a delusional way, but in a crystal clarity, quantum, alignment with your soul self that wants to live. I understand that the pain vibration and the pain-based energy patterns in this reality also want to live, but it's not honoring of life. It wants to live in the way that it wants to feed off a host. I don't want you to be that host. I love you too much for that. And I, I see what you have available to you. And I see your strength. And I see your courage. And I see your soul self that was brave enough, I would say, to incarnate at this time amidst the, the famine and the hate and the war that's here. I'm not asking you to ignore that. I'm intelligent enough to, and rational enough to experience and realize that that is a very much a part of this reality, but that does not deny the light-based energy that you also are. So if that's the game you've been playing with yourself, that you want to um, assume that because you're alongside the famine and the war and the hate and all the other aspects of this reality that, that, are, that are not great and are not um, glorious on the surface, I'm not asking you to step into that and adjust your vibration to that. And this too cool for school attitude of I'm too cool to be light based. I'm too cool to be an embodiment of Christ of consciousness. It's a trap. It's a trap door that feels cool because it's antisocial. It's it's anti, it wants to be anti anything that it sees in this reality. It is kind of like a rebellious teenager in a way. It's kind of like that F you attitude to the rest of the world. But I don't think you came all the way here to say F you to yourself and to your light and to your God based energy that you still are, even when you don't want to be, even when you don't want to see it in others, and even when you don't want to see it in yourself. Because I see it in you, and I'm not going to pretend I don't. There's a part of me that wants to say we need you. Because it's exactly your strength, it's exactly your authenticity in so many ways that is so needed for the shift, for this expansion, and for this upgrade of humanity. I don't want to leave you out because we're stronger with you. So this cycle of pain that you seem to be caught up in, some of you, 
in glorifying pain. Let me just be one that says I'm not okay with that. I honor your free will, but I don't like it. And I love you enough to say I don't honor your choices, even though I honor you. Things are getting really serious really fast. And some of the choices that you may have gotten by with in a way of um, self-destruction and self-mutilation, it's going to get harder for you to do that. Because the light-based energies are getting more on the surface and more easily recognizable in yourself and in others. So it's going to be harder for your pain energy patterns to delude you anymore that you aren't light and that you wouldn't if you were light you wouldn't be here and that those that think they're light they're just they're just delusional they're under the spell they've drank the kool-aid because they're on earth and they didn't get the memo that to be on earth you have to be miserable and this is a painful existence and we're just going to get used to it i won't get used to it because it's not why i'm here <laughs> sorry they're doing landscaping outside my house in my neighborhood and <laughs> it's so loud all right i'll let that soft distraction happen and he'll keep going thank you friend okay bye-bye okay so let me go further into what's happening in the energy cycles that we're in right here because the the light-based energies are becoming more obvious they're becoming more difficult to ignore and almost impossible to deny. So for those that are in the energy pattern of addiction to pain um, and self-mutilation and um, self-defeatism, um, self-sabotage of really any variety from the most mild to the most intense and most severe, you are going to have, from what I can see, from what I'm being shown, more and more instances of light-based occurrences, true glory, amazing um, amplification and magnificence rooted in your light body start to pop up in, in an unsuppressible way. And it's going to drive that pain body, pain energy body, pain body part of you nuts because the pain body wants to keep that down. It's not ready to embrace the light. And I'm here to tell you it never will be. The pain body can't embrace the light-based energy because it's um, too much of a threat to its existence. Addictive energies are self-defeating by their very nature. They are self-destructive. Okay, so the light-based energy getting, I want to say, bolder and brighter and stronger in this reality will eventually um, tear at the veil between the pain energy body, the sense of self-identity, and the source energy, which is rooted in light and love. Yeah, sorry to tell you, but that's the, <laughs> that's the truth. So the pain body energy will start to lose its hold on you. And for some that are having um, that addiction to pain, an addiction to misery sort of experiences, there could be an identity crisis. Because when one has identified their whole life based on their, their pain-based stories, I was hurt in this way, I was traumatized in this way, um, that sense of identity is, is dissipating. So the pain-based energy that felt so good, being so heavy and so solid and so stable, is going to start to feel naturally lighter and brighter because of the alchemy of light that's presently residing within the third and the fourth dimensional structures. And that wasn't there before, because it wasn't in this reality before, because the age didn't call for it. We're coming out of a dark age into another age of enlightenment unlike we've ever seen in any other timeline on this in this reality on earth backward forward or present so past present or future and the pain-based energy is like spot on i know my my laser target i want to go there because i see far too many amazing humans and amazing um, even non-human life um, under the spell of this pain that one cannot escape it, and it's not true. It's a story. It's a storyline based in pain that has an identity rooted in pain. 
So let's look at some characteristics of someone that may be addicted to pain. Okay. One identifying marker is that the entire storyline of their humanness is based on tragedy. That there's nothing that comes up in an introduction of who you are that's positive or uplifting or inspiring to others, other than maybe it's overcoming um, tremendous pain. But the fact is, if you look more deeply into it, sometimes it isn't having overcome pain. It switched gears of pain from a pain that was at the hands of others to the pain that's at the hands of yourself. That you are the master of your own misery. And somehow I can see where that can feel like an upgrade from having the misery at the hands of another that you didn't feel like you had control over. All of this alchemy, all of this light-based transformation of pain into light, of agony into harmony, and of struggling to survive into a firmly rooted sense of thriving and the ability to thrive in this reality, that construct is available to everyone, including those that have been under the spell of pain and in the addiction of pain. The reason I want to share this message is that I'm not one of those that came in with a light-based profile that was rooted in pain. I've never had a dark night of the soul. I didn't hit rock bottom before I accessed my light. And perhaps that is why I feel the, I want to say access, um, and ability, free, um, free, let's see, unclouded view of wanting to choose light-based energies and why I have so much compassion that I can't imagine what it's like to have experienced the pain that you had. But that doesn't mean I will enable it. That doesn't mean I want to be in a codependent relationship with you and your pain-based energy patterns. I would love more than anything to see you cut the cord of attachment between you and the pain-based energy and settle firmly into the light-based energy that you are as an eternal being. Because beyond this reality, beyond your humanness upon death, there is the option of more pain. And if that feels like home to you, that's what you will seek upon death. So not only does the misery continue here, if that is your choice, because that is a free will in action, there is the option in the afterlife for you to choose more pain. I just felt one of you ask me, so what? So what? Why? Why should I care? Why should I care what you choose in the afterlife? Because you're forgetting in my view, you're forgetting the biggest opportunity, which is what brought us here, which is to literally tear the crap out of these veils that separate this dimensional state of humanness and this construct of Earth. It's the, um, the present life and what we call the afterlife upon death. We are breaking codes. We are charting new territory, allowing our light body to sustainably transit among and between interdimensionally all of these realms from what we know as the highest realms, which I know as the inner realms, into the human and earthly realms and the afterlife version of, of earthly living, I would say by allowing our light into our human reality, by fully embracing our identity as light, no matter what is going on in our lives, and no matter what has happened in our lives or what will happen in our lives, that we are so firmly rooted in our identity, identification as pure 100% light, not gray, 
Not half light black plus half white equals full gray. No, that's this 3D and 4D state of affairs. The, the purity of you in your essence as your soul essence is 100% light. It's in the dark age that we get to experience separation from the fullness of light and we get to play. And the lack of light and the, full, the fullness of light kind of dance between the two. May be varying spectrums of that uh, shades of white versus lack of light. <laughs> and that's where the free will comes in. But the reason I care is because this opportunity is so great. We've, I want to say, been waiting for this. We've been hatching this plan of these Platinum Age blueprints for ever. These were a set of blueprints that was available to us in Atlantis. We made other choices. That's okay. Um, things didn't go the way some of us wanted it to go. And there is a temptation that some have when they incarnate in this reality that uh, sucks them in to the lack of light experiences. There are some groups that are more susceptible to this. The groups that are known as empathic and sensitive those that want to play the game of feeling strong and courageous, yet they play that role of being strong and courageous at the, the depths of society and the anti-light realms, um, within the realms of pain and suffering um, within humanity. So that's where they tend to feel at home. That's the trapdoor that some get kind of sucked into because the need is so great. And the need tends to uh, shout more loudly than the soulful opportunity. So if one isn't or when one isn't connected divinely to their um, inner self slash higher self energy, their soul self energy, they can be confused by let me and let me go to the loudest cry. Oh, the loudest cry is clearly going to be coming from the realms of humanity that feel like they're on death's door either of their own, their own volition, or because something did it to them, quote unquote, that they've been victimized. <sighs> the victim game, the rescuer game, the victimizer game, it's all within that cycle of pain. And it takes um, a strong degree of will and force of your light to um, like, shake you out of those patterns of addiction to pain. So let's go through some of those right now. Okay, let's relax our shoulders, please. Okay, so the cycle of pain to me is being shown as an infinity symbol between the second, third, and first chakras. So within the, the, the first generation, actually, chakras of the first, second, and third. And of course, as I describe it, as I know it, the first generation chakra systems are those that are built in the will to survive, the desire to survive. And then there's a whole upgraded chakra system available to us that is rooted in the desire to thrive in humanness. And of course, those that are firmly in the addiction of pain don't even know about possibly the, the um, willingness and the desire to thrive construct. They're, they're so in the just, you know, wanting to survive, but at the same time not wanting to survive, having a secret death wish literally within, within its codes of the addiction to pain program. Okay, so this infinity symbol, um, the joint of it, if you will, is right is smack in the middle of, uh, it's like the lower second chakra. Um, okay, let me just see what that is there. There's like a clip that holds it there. Um, and that's the addictive, addictive tendencies. So even though it feels like free will, it actually is a compromised free will. That clip is artificial. It's not real. Um, so what I'm going to do first for those that are willing to receive it, I'm just going to I'm going to perform this. I wouldn't say activation, and then it will be readily available for anyone who's willing um, and wanting to try it out for themselves. I'm not imposing anything on you. I'm just kind of putting it out there in the um, platinum um, grid structures of this reality, which is now firmly available. It's totally sustainable. It's totally there for you, and uh, you can step into this whenever you want to. Okay, so I'm removing that clip. Okay, very good. And then I'm setting that into like this, um, 
it looks like mercury, but it's not. Um, it's like this liquid platinum energy, liquid gold, liquid white gold. Okay, so that's got that clip there for me. And then I'm untwisting the infinity symbol because the infinity symbol in this construct in this construct is negative um, because it's a downward spiraling um, in infinite loop of one pain form after another, looking for pain, feeding off pain, wanting more pain, um, pain being cool, uh, too cool for school kind of attitude of, of oh, those light-based folks, they, they're so, you know, and so not cool. <laughs> Whatever, I'm fine being not cool if that's the case. Okay, so I'm untwisting that infinity symbol, and it just falls flat then. It has, it has no authentic life force energy, so it just like flops, like, um, like shoelaces that are too long, like on the hockey skates or ice skates or something like that. That's just floppy. It has no life force energy. Okay, good. So now it's just like a, like a, dead, like a dead thing. Okay, and now I'm grasping, in, grasping it in my right hand, and I'm putting my left hand in its place over that lower chakra system. Okay, and I'm using my hand like a magnet to grab onto and receive any of the downward, downward spiraling debris and um, heavy energy related to the pain body and the addictive patterns. Okay. Okay, and it's like metal shavings on my hand. So I'm putting that in another kind of, if you will, liquid platinum <sighs> restoration bowl on my left. And it's gripping all that. And now it's off. Okay, great. Very good. Okay, so now both my hands are clean again. And I'm putting them on my head. Hoping both sides of the brain, the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere, be tuned to wellness and thriving and helping it reactivate basically uh, and create fresh energy patterns and fresh loops of thoughts and beliefs and energies and open-mindedness and open-heartedness to help you authentically restore the free will that you have available to you in this reality and you're declaring your sovereignty that is rooted in upward spiraling energies in win-win situations and in pure joy, pure harmony, wellness, um, abundance of positivity, glorifying light, amplifying light in yourself and looking to be fed off of more of that light of divine energy from within and from without, from, from external sources of this reality that you want to perpetuate light-based energies and that you have the free will to discern between light-based energy patterns and lack of light energy patterns and more clearly distinguish between the two in yourself, in your own thoughts, in your beliefs, in what you see and witness in others, how you choose compassion for others versus judgment and diminishment and demeaning talk and demeaning behavior of yourself or of others. Okay, very nice. <sighs> okay, let's relax our shoulders. Okay. And now I'm led here to put my hand on the uh, your back heart chakra. Ooh, that's weird. It felt like a cannonball, <laughs> like 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 the Revolutionary War kind of thing. Um, this cannonball just kind of like plop, just like plopped out right in my hand. It's solid lead, dark as can be. And again, it has no authentic life force energy. So I'm just like. Clunk, <laughs> setting that on the desk here energetically. Wow. Woo. <sighs> nice, nice, nice. Okay, that feels really, really good. Okay, where else? Is there any little little trapdoor remnants of, of lead, <laughs> of lead-based energies? Okay, yep, all along the spine. There they are. Okay, it's almost like I'm rattling like a, like a cobra to shake out the, the metal ball bearings of it. Okay, I'm shaking the spine here gently. And it's just like like a gumball machine almost. These lead balls are coming out the spine and flipping right out the tailbone. Um, and they have a little momentum as they kind of fly out. They've been boinging around like a ping pong um, or pinball machine, thank you. 
around in your energy field. And we're just grabbing all of those again, like a magnetic force, just pulling those out. <sighs> oh, you're so much lighter. Okay, knots in your neck, knots in your shoulders. Helping release those as well. Okay. <sighs> okay. Wow. Talk about dulled down. There's like these, um, I see on like your fingertips, these black circles that are like sticky and there's they're diminishing your sensory awareness system in this life so i'm just untaping those little bad guys and flicking those off okay now i see light streaming from your hands a little bit of an ashy tone but that's okay it's coming back your flesh-based tones are coming back okay very good nice okay that feels good okay so what this means, and what I, what I want you to watch for, anyone that participated in that, watch for any of the downward spiraling um, like compulsions to come upon you, whether it's food related or um, anything, anything that you discern or that you question is not for the like uh, amplification and fulfillment and nurturing of your light-based life force. That's what you're looking for. And question yourself, possibly on everything. Is this conversation, is this thought, is what I wanna do with my body, is how I wanna use my voice and my hands and, and my humanness for, a, I wanna say a pro-light, <laughs> a, a life force um, source creator God, upliftment and amplification, or is it, or is it for more of a subversive kind of um, approach of wanting to glorify lack of light in this reality and which feels like what I really want to do. Okay. So yeah, you're going to be glowing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's not what you wanted, but that's, um, that's fully available to you now. And then it's up to you to choose it. Obviously, you know, my preference and what I hope you choose. And I also deeply honor you and your choices and i honor this reality and i honor this opportunity that we have right now to completely redefine what it means to be human so that any 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 of us as this tribe or even a tribe that has no interest in changing this reality that it's um, just as equally accessible and attainable that light-based energy pattern is still right there obvious and whole and complete as another menu item to choose from right alongside any of the pain-based addictive energy patterns that may have been in place or that may come up okay and i invite you to say with me i am clear i am clear i am clear because i claim the light of source creator God that I am in all realities beyond this time-space continuum and including this reality I claim my light this life force is mine and I will use it accordingly and so it is that's a sovereign statement <laughs> right there. Okay, oh, very good. All right, we have about 20 minutes left here. Let's um, make some space for Q&A. So I will go to the Q&A box. And for those that are on the line live with us today, uh, feel free to click star two to raise your hand and then I'll know to come on over. Um, but let me just hop over to the Q&A here. Okay, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. She's saying, you discuss the feelings of highs and lows when it comes to integrating a newer and more expanded level of energy. The lows feel so heavy and dense, especially compared to the recent levels of heart expanding highs. Why does stabilizing a new level feel so painful? Will you share some new insights on this topic? Uh, maybe some that you haven't stated before. So I see, Amanda, that you said that at 18 minutes in. So hopefully, <laughs> my sense is, I'm imagining that you got what you needed there. 
Um, so if you could follow up with a, a follow-up question about whether the question is still relevant um, based on the 41 minutes or the, let's see, yeah, the 41 minutes that we've been sharing so far, that would be great. Okay. Um, by the way, stabilizing a new level doesn't have to be painful. Um, I understand that it is sometimes, um, so I'm not trying to demonize pain. I'm just asking you to consider as the conscious creator that you are, that when you are experiencing pain, that you also recognize and you also see literally like the, like the master painter with the paintbrush, huh, I wonder if I don't have to use so much black. I wonder if I can use more white. I wonder if I can do this in another way that doesn't have to be involving pain, where I don't have to go through pain, where I don't have to feel pain, where it doesn't have to involve pain. We have that option. I know we have that option. I know we don't choose it all the time, and I know even I don't choose it all the time. So I'm not asking us to beat ourselves up when we do choose a pain-based experience, but I'm just asking all of us to remember, rehab and member that, that we are creating new grid lines. We're operating from a whole new dimensional structure and a whole new dimensional range in this timeline that we're in right now, whenever you're listening to this. So I am encouraging you and like, um, I want to, to inspire you to look for, um, I want to say free and easy and grace-based experiences where new patterns can be developed that don't have to be pain-based, okay? But I do understand that whenever we are in a state of habit or routine, it can feel painful to get out of that habit or routine. So of course, the, the easiest thing to do there is change up your routine and your habit and things that really don't matter to you. Just to prove to yourself and your brain that, hey, when we do things differently, it doesn't, well, there was no pain involved in that at all. So choose anything, choose something simple. Okay, take your supplements in a different order or <laughs> something easy. Okay. Oh, Pia from Estonia. Hello, sister. She's saying thank you, Jill. You're so welcome. Okay, we may get to end early today. So far, there's quiet in our live audience, even though we have several, many, many on the line here, many even just on the phone. Yeah, and a lot on the line. Okay. Oh, there's a hand. Okay. Okay, area code 208 with your hand up. I am coming over. Hi, this is Jill. Hello, this is Tabitha. Hi, Tabitha. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hopefully, I'm not too windy. I'm out hiking in the East End. <laughs> oh, nice. You might be near me. I'm in the East End, and we're in the same. Oh. You're in Boise, yes? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I go out the Quarry View Trails in Castle Rock. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so. This is pretty much right up my alley. Um, <laughs> and I had a wonderful, I just really wanted to say thank you more than anything. Um, mm. I had a wonderful experience even coming to find your teachings. Mm. Um, <laughs> that has just really opened me up. Um, I had specifically been asking my team for a teacher in Boise mm. um, and randomly fell into something of yours um, from a long time ago on the internet. And then just kept um, opening things up and realizing that I had seen you in a grocery store in Boise and recognized you. And I remember, like, kind of like my heart leaping, oh, teacher. Um, mm. And it was so funny because I didn't feel ready to speak with you because um, of a rewiring skin thing that was going on. And then come to find out in your videos, you were like, oh, this is no big deal. And I was like, well, huh. <laughs> <laughs> It's been, um, it's really been a joy and a pleasure um, to experience all these energies and the, um, to really know that uh, there's this, all of these beautiful teams opening up in different areas and working with the same energies, even when they're not um, necessarily aware that they're connected. And it's, mm. um, it's just been really beautiful and really fun. Oh, Tabitha, I'm so glad to hear from you. So when you ran into me in the grocery store, was it my, was it when I had the shingles or were you saying that you had a rewiring going on? I, I, I had a rewiring going on. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I was, 
and I was running all kinds of little programs about that. Okay, <laughs> I can I understand. I'm compassionate towards that with my own my own shingles really, on my face. Yeah, just experiencing my you know a relationship with my own resistance in a okay. certain way. Um, and the rewiring ended up being, you know, oddly enough, it ended up being everything I had asked for. Mm. Um, it was just came in a route that I hadn't um, necessarily asked for. Okay. So really that's kind of the place that I'm at exactly right mm. now, which is why your message is so great, um, mm. that, you know, I'm just ready to kind of learn these lessons without these large pain elements, you know, without that, that huge red flag waving around if yes that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense oh Tabitha it's so good to meet you and next time you see me in the grocery store please please say hi <laughs> yes, I will <laughs> oh I love you thank you so much and I do hope I get to meet you in person yeah. we have a global tribe here and it's super fun to know somebody like is probably like yes. within a mile of my house right now too enjoy the mountains today and thank you so much for calling and I'm so glad to to hear that what we're doing is is resonant with you and supporting you because I could just feel your enthusiasm for life and I'm so happy to I'm so happy to connect with you thank you so much Thanks, have a good Bye-bye. Okay, I see Jess on the line. And Jess, I'm going to pause the recording for just a second because Samson, my golden, wants to join us. So just hang on, please. Okay, Jess, I'm coming over. Hi. Hello. How are you? Oh, this has been a good one for me. Oh, I'm so glad to hear really this. A really good one. And I... And I spoke with my, you know, my eternal energy. I was like, okay, this is something that's going to be good for me to hear. And I don't want to be triggered. I don't want anything triggered. That's not going to allow me to hear. Yeah. Awesome. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. So, um, I'm curious about these, um, the profile with somebody who has identified with pain. Is it something that like we agree to work with, or do you feel it's more like a trap door? that we kind of, the possibility was there for it? The possibility is there for pain with anyone in this reality. So, so like as our identity type, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. The identity part, let's just check in. Let me check in here. Hang on just a second. Those that incarnate that end up strongly identifying with their, their pain story, um, what's gone wrong in their lives, that kind of thing, um, they knew that that would be a potential uh, prior to kind of choosing the incarnation. Um, it's definitely shown to me that even some of the, the most tragic experiences that we can have in this reality that, that we knew of them at some level as our soul prior to incarnation, that those were possibilities or even probabilities. So we knew that going in. To me, that doesn't mean at all and I know you know this, Jess, but I need to say it for others that don't know don't know my work as well. That doesn't mean we deserve them. That means this is nothing about deserving and, and oh, you know, you're a bad, bad person because you experienced it. It's not about that. It's about knowing that, I want to say durability of a soul, that no matter what happens here, you can still claim the light of God that you are. And when I see somebody that has an amazing pain identity or identification with, with pain in their, in their lifetime, I see a totally kick-ass warrior. <laughs> I see a strong, strong being of light that I see that they're currently choosing to identify with their pain body. And I also see that they have just as much free will and choice and opportunity to say, yes, I've had this experience with pain. And yes, I'm claiming the light of God that I am. Okay. Would you feel it's like, uh, I guess because for me personally, like I don't want to identify with it. Right. But yet I see, I see the energy patterns. I see how it works. I'm like, I can, it's a bit fascinating to yes. be honest. It's, it, yes. it's a little disheartening yeah. too at times. Oh, it's, it's, um, we're, we've charged it up so much. Um, yeah. We have, we have made... Um, a pop culture where the deeper and darker your experience, the more glorified you are. Yeah, because you're somehow stronger for making it through it. Yes, exactly. So there is a mm -hmm. there's a um, a Benny. There's a benefit to the deeper, the darker the story. It's almost like the more the more glory that's attached to it, and it doesn't have to be that way. 
but I get it that, that I mean, there is something kind of cool there about, wow, you experienced that and look at you, you're, you're alive today. That's a miracle, right? Um, it's a matter of making it better than having not had those experiences because the ego gets confused. The ego is basically saying, wow, we're getting a lot of attention because of the pain that we've gone through. Call for more pain, please. So it gets in a cycle of wanting to feed off of pain or feed off of sympathy or feed off of, you know, some other sort of, I want to say downward spiraling energy pattern. That's not a win-win situation. Yeah, but it, it works uniquely for each being. I feel that I too. Agree. Like the pain, it kind of like morphs yes. into whatever you've got, like in your own field. So like, just because you may be identifying with the pain as your story, it's not going to be the same as everybody else's. Everything so, is you always know, There's unique. a part of yes. me, like I really agree with the glorifying death because... I know that's something that happened in my family, too, is, like, when my brother transitioned, like, mm. he became, like, this superhero, that, mm. and, like, all that everybody wanted to do was talk about him, and just all the time, and it was, mm. I mean, I don't know, I mean, there's different reasons for that, but I, I totally could see where there was the glorification of death in there, and that really resonated for me, Okay. and I appreciated that. So, just but what, what? It's just, it's. it's morphed so much, and I love how you said, like, that I'm not going to be a host for it. Yeah. So what do you think is, because I sense some resistance to getting to expanding beyond the identification of, of your pain. Am I correct in that? That there's yeah. some, has it, what, it, what do you feel like it is? I'm curious from your perspective, what, what that's feeling like to you. Why, what's, what's not, what's not allowing you to say, okay, yes, I've had painful experiences, but it's not who I am. It's no longer part of how I will identify myself. There's a part that that feels like it's gonna lose, like that I won't know who I am. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Okay, let's just feel that, and I can feel your um, tears. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's the identity crisis that we were talking about. Okay, got it. Well, go for it. Go for okay. identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Okay, hang on. Just I'm tapping in there. Okay. The thing is, it was never who you really are. That pain was part of your experience. It was never your identity. So I feel like I I'm, know it just feels so freaking real. I know, and it is real. It so it feels real because it is real. But do you know what feels yeah. more real? Your soulful identity, which is light based. <sighs> Okay, well, I'm totally open to that. <laughs> so we need to give the we need to give the pain based identity, though, I want to say a seat at the table. And just you're familiar enough with my work. And you've done my classes where you where you know how yeah. this works. There's like a spot at your table where I, I envision like this 10 year old version of Jess, that just she needs to know she still matters. And that when she gets mad, and she, when she gets scared about something that she's going to be heard, and she's going to be valued and appreciated for the experience that she's had. So what I'm doing right now is I'm imagining this, you know, beautiful, almost like Knights of the Round Table, and there's these very special, all, all of the chairs are hand carved, and each of them are unique. And I'm pulling up this just fanciest, like, king's throne for her. And she's like, you know, three or five of her could fit in the size of this chair, because it's so huge and magnanimous. And I'm just pulling it up right for her, and I'm taking her gentle, delicate 10-year-old hand, and I'm just, you know, like you seat a princess, and just seating her right in that chair. And I'm just telling her, I don't think Big Jess is ever going to leave you out, honey. That's true. Okay, she's smiling. <laughs> it's so cute because now she put her hands on the table and she's like, so when do we eat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, she's funny, Jess. She's got a great sense of humor and she's playful and lighthearted and she's tired of the pain too. Good. And she's Good, just, yeah. she, I mean, what I feel from that 10-year-old version of you is she's saying, I never wanted to take over. I never wanted it to be all about the pain, but I did need it to be all about me for a while. Yeah. It gets confusing what voice is what. I know. It, it really it, does. It really. if you're, like, sensitive to energy and stuff and yes. not in an excuse type of way, it just can be confusing. Yes. Yep. I Not, not to know what's exactly 
yours and not. Yes, exactly. It is confusing. This reality overall is highly confusing. And I feel like that's why we do the things that we do, you and I together and collectively in our in our own worlds, what we do in our in our lives is to help, I want to say, bring clarity to the confusion so that we can yeah. deconfuse ourselves, <laughs> unfuse ourselves from the from the convoluted nature of twisted energy that's here. Yeah, well, I want to definitely untwisted. I want those. You know, part of me feels like the, I just, you know, I bring my light to things because I am so powerful. I am so strong. Yes. You know, and whatever I do, I do it for to support everyone. Yes. I mean, that's just automatic. I know. It just that's. Yeah, I that's, cannot. I cannot be that way. That's so you. You know. Yeah, and that's your so light. Hopefully, based. this will support everyone that's been going through this. And yeah. I don't know if this is like a type of profile that can be deleted, or um, this pain, false pain thing. If it's a profile that we can delete it, or if we just. I mean, I'm not exactly clear on that. You know, the profiles. When we start talking about profiles, that that can be confusing too. Okay. And, you know. Let me. I office... mean, do we run multiple profiles or? Yes, we can definitely run multiple and okay. mergings of profiles and all these things. So the 10 year old version is looking at me and she's saying you can't delete this profile, because then she feels like she's being okay. deleted. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's not my intention. Yeah, okay. So let me just step in here. And um, Archangel Gabriel is here again. And he's saying, uh, he just want, I'm just going to use his words here. The the way that we a way a beautiful way forward in all of this is to recognize which profile, in other words, which um, layer of ourselves wants what, and look for its hallmark energies. Is it a win-win based thing, like you just said, Jess? Whereas I, you know, I want everybody to be uplifted by my experience. I want no one to have to experience the pain that I went through. I want everybody to win with me being here and what I go, what I experience and bring forth going forward. That's a light-based energy profile. No mistake about it. Right? right? So we need more uh, clarity about what a light based energy profile looks like, what it acts like, what it does, how it behaves, so that we can be more discerning of the other layers relative to the light based layers, and, and then us making valid choices about what feels right. Yes, and I feel that's really getting easier. I mean, yes. I, for me personally, because I yeah. mean, I kind of the way I work with energies, I kind of just I get a knowing and a sensing about it, yep. and it's been getting a lot clearer lately. So, yeah. um, it can be overwhelming at times if you're not um, if you're kind of not sure what's going on. Exactly. Because you know I mean? like, I've had a lot of these un, less conscious layers coming up, and yep. you know, it's kind of I've just had to be much more full of compassion and grace. Yes, with yourself, with right? Yes. Um, because a lot has been coming up. I've had things come out of my mouth, and I'm like, holy crap, who is that? You know? Yeah. So it's it's getting a lot clearer and a lot easier. And I just feel that this definitely, thank you so much for all of us who chose mm -hmm. to, you know, bring this to the forefront and for you to, you know, you've got an awesome, soft way of putting things into words mm -hmm. and, you know, doing that. So this is going to support a lot of us. Thank you so much, Jess. I, that means a lot to me coming from you. I, I really, I have so much respect and honor for you. And I hope That's you know that. That's mutual, sister. I love you. Thank you so much for sharing. I love you. I love you. Okay. Thank I'll you. Talk to you love soon. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Whew. An hour? We made that hour. <laughs> I mean, we made a count, I, I feel, and I hope that you feel the same way. My website is www.jillreneefeeler.com, and that's J-I-L-L-R-E-N-E-E-F-E-E-L-E-R.com. So jillreneefeeler.com, and there's a lot of different things that we do to support and inspire and encourage and um, getting really real a lot of the time. So I'm, I'm happy to be bold and say things I, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to say because I love you enough to say the uncomfortable things and to get really real and authentic with you. And I will call you on your shit if you have it. And I'm being shown that it's time to, uh, to bring it up. Those are my favorite sessions, I'll admit. Um, but I'll go there if it, if it calls for it and if I'm led in that way. Most of the 98% the of the work that I'm doing is just really helping you access the light of God that you already are, that you've always been, and that you will always be. 
That's what I absolutely love to do in this reality is to support, support my fellow masters. I'm here to help awaken the fellow mastery that's already here, that we brought with us, the mastery we brought with us as eternal energy into this reality that we have full access to now. How many are willing to claim it? I don't care how many, but I'm here for you if you are, okay? Very good. So on my website, you'll see lots of um, events, um, in-person events. We have a, our Platinum Major Retreat coming up in September of 2015. And um, if you're listening to this at another point in the, in the linear timeline, then just go ahead and check, in, check on events and see what else is going on. Or also go into store and look at the different categories. There's lots of different things that we have to support you and inspire you. And again, just nurture that, that inner light that you already are. Okay. All right. Love and blessings and with gratitude. Bye-bye for now.